Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we're going to spend our time again in Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. This will eventually take us into Matthew chapter 7, so this sermon by Jesus is going to be our norm for several weeks to come. There's a lot here. Well, today, Jesus begins exposing the hypocrisy in the hearts of the Pharisees. And as he does, he exposes the same hypocrisy in my own heart. And if you're going to be honest, yours too. Just as Jesus knew that his audience was quite familiar with the commandment, you shall not murder, I know you are familiar with it too. Now it's likely that 99 to 100% of you have never committed murder. So we can just move on, right? Nothing more for us to look at here. Well, that was the attitude of the religious people of Jesus' day too. But Jesus recognized a problem with that attitude. It's too shallow. It doesn't grasp the nature of murder that resides in our own hearts, even if we never come close to committing it outright. I can imagine as Jesus spoke, hundreds of proud eyes around him that thought they had this commandment nailed opened wide as they understood, and mouths quietly uttering, Oh, and that understanding that in their hearts, in my heart, resides a murder problem. What's the answer to this problem? Here is today's piece of the sermon entitled, Are You a Murderer? Look what Leviticus 19.17 says. You shall not hate your fellow countrymen in your heart. You may surely reprove your neighbor, but shall not incur sin because of him. Or famous words, Psalm 19.14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Not just what I say, but the heart from which it comes. Both the words and the heart have to be right. Or other famous words from Psalm, Psalm 139, 23 and 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. That's the, that's the statement of faith. God, deal with me in the real me, the inside. Try me and know my anxious thoughts. That's where to go with your anxiety. It's to cry out to God. God, uh, look at me. Help me figure out these anxious thoughts and bring them into conformity to your plan. Try me and know my anxious thoughts and see if there be any hurtful way in me and lead me in the everlasting way. Isaiah 29, 13 Isaiah said things like this a couple different places, and Jesus quoted one of them. Isaiah 29, 13 says, Then the Lord said, Because this people draw near me with their words and, and honor me with their lip service, but they remove their hearts far from me, and their reverence for me consists of tradition learned by rote. Now, Isaiah had never met a Pharisee. But God gave the words to Isaiah that fit perfectly the idea of a, an external-based expression of religion. 
There's Ezekiel 33, a famous passage that deals with your own responsibility before the Lord. Starting at verse 30, God says to Ezekiel, But as for you, son of man, your fellow citizens who talk about you by the walls and in the doorways of the houses, speak to one another, each to his brother, saying, Come now and hear what the message is which comes forth from the Lord. They come to you as people come and sit before you as my people and hear your words, but they do not do them, for they do the lustful desires expressed by their mouth, and their heart goes after their gain. Behold, you are to them like a sensual song sung by one who has a beautiful voice and plays well on an instrument, for they hear your words, but they do not practice them. Or again, the words straight from the mouth of God through his prophet Amos. God is speaking. He says, I hate, I reject your festivals, nor do I delight in your solemn assemblies. Well, who prescribed for Israel the festivals, the feasts, and the solemn assemblies, and the sacrifices? God did. So is he contradicting himself? No. Here's the point. Even though you offer up to me burnt offerings and your grain offerings, I will not accept them, and I will not even look at the peace offerings of your fatlings. Take away from me the noise of your songs. I will not even listen to the sound of your harps, but let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. If you're going to hear my words, if you're going to quote my words, but not let them change you from the inside out so that you legitimately act in a way that honors me, don't even bother with your worship. It's, it's obnoxious to me. So, Jesus will talk about the issue of anger. And let's dive in, Matthew chapter 5, verse 21. He says, You have heard that the ancients were told, You shall not commit murder, and whoever commits murder shall be liable to the court. Now, you know, the, the words that are in all caps in the New America Standard means they're quoting the Old Testament. That's the, that's the sixth of the Ten Commandments. There's an interesting little insight here. You have heard that the ancients were told, Uh, The hearers in Jesus' audience um, did not yet have an iPhone app with the Hebrew Scriptures on them. Most of them had perhaps never in person read the Scriptures. There would be a scroll in the synagogue, but you had to be a certain person in the synagogue to be even even allowed to to read them. And uh, people didn't carry around their own Bible, so they heard it. Heard it from who? Well, their parents and their teachers, who would be the rabbis that would, that would teach them. And what they knew of God's Word came through a combination of the oral teaching of the parents and the teachings in the synagogue. That's where they were told what the ancients were told. They were told what God had, what God had said, and it was filtered through, in that generation, the Pharisees. Now, he says, "'You shall not commit murder.'" That part's real easy, the sixth commandment. You can read it in Exodus chapter 20, verse 15. It is reiterated in Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 18. There was no debate that murder was wrong. 
that was that was never an issue in that society. They understood the sanctity of life. God created us, male and female, and and then starting with the the law that was given after uh, after the flood through the Noahic law. He said, "Don't if if you uh, shed man's blood by man, your blood shall be shed. If you you're striking at the image of God when you when you murder a a, a human being, um, they understood that, and much very much different in our society where that is under rather profound attack and already the sanctity of human life is being ignored in the womb and then at the other end of life as well with uh, with um, euthanasia and uh, assisted suicide we're we're going down the tubes on that uh, on that one but understand they understood that it's interesting jesus says nothing else about murder in this passage he quotes the sixth commandment never says murder Never says anything else about, about murder. Instead, he emphasizes dealing with the essence of murder, which is anger in your heart. The rest of verse 21 is not part of the Old Testament. It's simply the, the normal case of things. If you commit murder, you're going to be taken into the court and you're going to get the, the consequences of that. But notice... The other part of the formula beginning in verse 22. But I say to you. That's the second half of the formula Jesus is going to use in all five of these illustrations. But indicates a contrast. Now understand he's not contrasting what he has to say with what God said in the sixth commandment. He's making a contrast between what he is saying and the way it was being misrepresented in the teaching of the Pharisees. And would you notice also, he claims authority to say this. I say to you. He was declaring that what he said was the absolute truth. And by the way, that point came across loud and clear. Never mind all the details of the Sermon on the Mount. We'll get all of them in due time. But when, when he got to the end of it, everyone was astounded at how clearly Jesus spoke the truth. If you skip ahead to the end of the sermon, Matthew chapter 7, verses 28 and 29, it says, When Jesus had finished these words, the crowds were amazed at his teaching For he was teaching them as one having authority and not as the scribes. They just kept blathering on about this opinion and that opinion, this rule and this rule that we have to keep you from from breaking that rule over there. It, It was so convoluted. And Jesus just came and said, I say to you. And he was speaking as God. He was God. So, verse 22, the whole thing. But I say to you. That everyone who is angry with his brother shall be guilty before the court. And whoever says to his brother, you good for nothing, shall be guilty before the Supreme Court. And whoever says, you fool, shall be guilty enough to go into the fiery hell. So what's he saying? Well, you've heard the sixth commandment. You shall not commit murder. But understand, everyone who is angry with his brother, and he uses brother here in the sense of fellow citizen, all right? Everyone who is angry with his brother 
is ultimately guilty of the very same sin as murder. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.